0: You're listening to the Running with the Herd podcast powered by Herd Nation, a part of the Rivals Network. Interviews, commentary, and analysis from martial coaches, players, and insiders. And now, the Running with the Herd podcast. Former uh, Herd great John Elmore, the leader of the uh, Herd That uh, TBT team. First of all, John, me, thanks for joining me and welcome to the podcast. No problem, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Certainly appreciate it. And, um, Recently, you guys got some news that um, you uh, weren't going to be playing against Best Virginia um, due to um, uh, COVID-19, but you guys will be playing um, playing for Jimmy V in the opening round of TBT. Talk to me a little bit about, one, how um, your TBT team got started and just um, overall preparation for this event. My brother
1: and them, they started the team two years ago. Uh, I played on the team last year, and as we kind of started adding pieces, um, we decided to go towards an alumni-based team. So um, that's our core is Marshall alumni players and guys that we all played with. So um, having that connection to the school and the fan base and – the alumni has been awesome but then we decided to branch out a little bit and add a few pieces as well so we've got a good mix great group of guys a lot of talent a lot of athleticism and a lot more size than we're accustomed to so um we're fired up we're sad that West Virginia was uh had to withdraw because of the virus but um we're trying to take as many precautions we wish them nothing but good health and everybody hope everybody stays safe but we're trying to take as many precautions as possible and get ready and hopefully uh win us some money
0: yeah absolutely you guys have been uh training in uh south charleston at the community center um just talk to me about what it's like getting back in the gym with guys like uh ryan taylor uh, stevie browning cj burks all of the guys and just um you know getting that sweat back in you know
1: It's been a ton of fun, man. Uh, It brings back a lot of memories because these guys are family. Um, We all got really close, became really good friends. Just, you know, you practice together every day, team meals, you live together. So just that college experience and then getting to reunite with those guys again, playing basketball at a high level. Um, Everybody's in good shape. Everybody can still go. So um, we're locked in. We're focused, man. We're getting ready to play on ESPN uh, in front of the whole country, first live basketball back on TV. So, um, it's a great opportunity for us and a great opportunity to try to put Marshall on the map.
0: Yeah, I know. I'll certainly be watching it. I'll certainly be watching you guys as well. Um, talk to me a little bit about um, some of the things that you guys are going to be doing in preparation for the tournament in terms of, um, you know, getting to Columbus and uh, being um, isolated um before you guys go play i mean obviously um things are a little bit different now because of the virus and everything you guys will be reporting to columbus on uh, june 30th is that correct yes yeah, yes it is yeah june 30th and um you guys will be um in isolation and then you guys will be going to nationwide to talk about that just um talk to me a little bit about um just like from from that side of things, just like the preparation and just, you know, what you guys will be uh, going through with that? It's been, it's been hard just
1: because there's so many um, precautions set in place um, and just the virus is, I mean, everybody's seen the impact it's had on everybody. So you just have to take as many precautions as possible. Um, we've got everybody in a hotel put up. Um, we do all our team meals together, whether it's getting it delivered or catered. Um, so we're just trying to Uh, Jump through as many loops as possible and make sure that we're uh, taking the necessary steps to try to avoid anybody getting sick or getting the virus. So, um, we've had several rounds of TBT and our own COVID 19 testing so far. Uh, Everybody's been good. So, we're just all trying to make smart decisions social distance, wear masks, stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's hard because it's your normal life is just uh no longer normal so yeah everybody's got to be careful and everybody has to do their own part because one failed test by any individual on the team and the whole team is disqualified so everybody has to be held accountable
0: and everybody has to try their best to uh follow the rules absolutely and um uh let's take it back just a little bit um you know you had your uh, professional season over in italy um talk to talk to us a little bit about how that went for you and just like the ups and downs of um that season playing overseas ball You know it was it was a roller coaster um
1: I had some good games and I had some bad games so um It's just a matter of building on that, um, finding some consistency. But, you know, a lot of rookies really struggle with the transitioning into the European style of play. Um, I know I had my hardships over there. But, you know, as the year went on, I felt like I was doing better and better. So it's just a matter of um, you can't get too high on the highs and you can't get too low on the lows. You just got to kind of stay neutral and keep your head the whole time. Um, You know, it is tough because... You're away from your family for six to eight months a year you're six hours plus ahead on the time difference um most of the people don't speak english so um you kind of go through a culture shock uh so there's just you got to make adjustments and you got to learn to live on your own um and just really really have your goals and what you want to do in mind and keep that in the back of your head every day so um you just got to stay motivated and keep
0: pushing every day because like you're talking about it's a roller coaster and it's a grind every day yeah for sure and uh you know you have a lot of uh different variables in there you know with uh, language and uh, currency and that kind of thing but just overall just you know aside from the basketball aspect of it what was it like just being over there and seeing the different cultures and everything like that
1: i felt like i was on vacation i was living on the beach Um, i'm traveling to rome venice florence sicily um so i got to travel all over italy my fiance was with me so um it was literally i get paid to play basketball and wake up every morning and go to the gym so um that's a dream come true for me that's what i've always wanted to do so being able to play basketball and travel around the world and getting it paid getting paid to do that um is an awesome experience, but like you said, some of those memories I made this year and I'll make in the future, uh, I mean, the doors that basketball has opened up in my life are just, I mean, I never imagined that I would be able to travel all over the country, or all over the world playing basketball, so it's a dream come true.
0: Yeah, it certainly is, and a lot of uh, your TBT teammates from heard that are also in the same boat as well, playing overseas and uh, making a living playing the game. So it's definitely cool to see guys that, you know, you uh, played, played with, you know, in Huntington who are now playing overseas as well.
1: No, no, you're right. A hundred percent. I mean, all these guys, everybody has their own experience and that's why linking back up and connecting again and um, just hanging out the team meals, the practices and getting to kind of rekindle and, um, talk about all the memories and the new memories and stuff like that. I mean, it's an awesome experience,
0: right? And I didn't get a chance to talk to you. Um, after you broke the uh, 31-year record set by Skip Henderson when you broke the uh, record for scoring at Marshall, it was during the uh, CIT tournament in um um 2018. Talk to me a little bit about what that moment was like for you and just. You know breaking a 31 year record man
1: uh you know it was kind of a, a weight off my shoulders um i mean everybody kept talking about it um there was a lot of pressure from the outside sources so um i really had to just lock in and just play my game um and when it happened i was glad it was over because then i could just i could just keep playing and forget all about any records and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, i didn't have to hear anybody talk about it so it was kind of a weight off my shoulder um but, I mean, I never really thought too much about it. My goal was always to do whatever it took to win the basketball game, whether that was score whether that was get assists or whatever. So um, breaking the record was great, um, but we won the game. that I broke the record, and that was the biggest thing because that uh, put us into the next round of the CIT. We ended up winning the tournament. So kind of going out on a high note, winning our last game. Not many people get to do that with their college career. So winning my last game in my senior years one of the memories I'll keep with
0: me forever. Yeah, and one of the cool things about the fact of uh, you guys winning the tournament was the fact that all of the games were at the Cam Henderson Center. I remember listening to those on the radio, and um, you know, just uh, overall for not only uh, you guys like uh, yourself and CJ and Rondale who went out as seniors as champions, but also for the young guys like Tavion and Jared West and jansen williams and those guys to get extra practices to get extra games and to play in a competitive situation i really think that that helped them uh into the following year as well
1: yeah no i agree um talking to coach d'antoni that was one of the reasons he wanted to do it was not only he wanted to keep playing and keep the group together i mean we had a ton of younger guys so uh, i think those experiences definitely propelled jared and Javion to having great years like they just did um i think the experiences at cit may have kind of had a domino effect type impact on them because not only were they playing great ball that year um they got a lot better through the off season and then had incredible years this year so i expect huge things from them i'm fired up to see them get back i think they're going to have a heck of a team so uh I still stay in touch with all those guys and uh, I've root them on every
0: chance I get. Right. And uh, one more here before we let you go. Um uh you had alluded to the fact that um those guys uh springboarded that success from the CIT into the uh twenty nineteen, twenty twenty season, which was obviously cut short, but they were playing their best ball um towards the end of the season when the season had um been abruptly shut down. But I'm thinking next year they're going to be one year older, one year better. And I really do think that they're going to have a special season this year. What do you think?
1: No, I agree. I agree. Um, I've been around several of the workouts. i worked out with Jared a few times this summer, played some ball with Tavion as well. So, I mean, those guys games seem to get better every time I see them. So when you have guys like that, that genuinely love the grind and genuinely like to work on their game. Um, you love being around them and you love having them as part of the program. So, um, they're in charge. The keys are in their hands, and uh, I'm glad. I'm glad it's them because they've earned it and they've put the work in, and they deserve it.
0: John Elmar, our guest here in the Running with the Herd podcast. John, thanks very much for joining me here this afternoon. I appreciate it. Good luck in the tournament against playing for Jimmy V. TBT. We'll be watching on ESPN. And uh, thanks a lot. Go get them, and uh, hopefully you guys come home with some money. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it. Take care. Aaron Coleman here in the Runner with a Herd podcast, powered up by Herd Nation, part of the Rivals Network. And we're here with Alex Newman, uh, the GM of Plan for Jimmy V. First of all, Alex, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on, Aaron. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, take us through the time where um, you were asked to step in for uh, Best Virginia as a. Uh, A couple players tested positive for COVID-19 and uh, you uh, got the message, you got the call, whatever it was that you will be playing for uh, um, the tournament, playing for a million dollars and uh, going up against her debt. Take us through that
2: sure uh so it's obviously not the way we want to get in we never want to see teams have to drop out uh due to covid um but we're we're really excited to be in um we thought our chances of of being in when we were named an alternate alternate team were pretty high um so we're thrilled that we were able to get in. Uh, we can't really ask for a better seed with a 10 seed. Um, our guys are really excited to, to now know that they're playing. There was a little uh, uncertainty there that we were going to show up at Columbus and potentially not play. Um, so our guys are really, really excited now. Um, and we are really excited to play this Marshall alumni team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you, uh, for those of you out there listening who may have not have uh, heard of uh, the plan for Jimmy V team. I mean, obviously, every basketball fan, college basketball fan, remembers the legacy of Jim Valvano and, uh, you know, winning the uh, national championship with North Carolina State. And then, obviously, what he did after his uh, career in uh, spreading uh, the awareness of uh, cancer research and, everything, uh, the disease that ultimately took his life, but just talk to me about what it's like to be the GM of such a class organization.
2: Yeah, sure. So um, a lot of people th- probably don't know that Jim Delano was actually a Rutgers alumni. Um, I went to Rutgers. I was a manager for the basketball team there. Um, so that's kind of where the connection comes from.
0: He's okay. alumni, coach at Rutgers for a little bit. Um, so I kind of, th- we thought of the idea,
2: hey, let's partner up with the V Foundation Um, there's a there's a a court at Rutgers University that's named after him Um, so there's a connection there already and as you said everybody knows about the V Foundation it's an unbelievable organization Um, we've seen other teams in the tournament play uh, for special causes sideline cancer is one of the bigger ones Um, Challenge ALS is another one so we thought hey this would be a great idea We'd love to raise some money for the V Foundation if we were able to win, kind of get a a nice fan base behind us, play for something bigger than just basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is our second year doing it, um, and it's been great. We're looking forward to doing it uh, in the future as well.
0: Right. And uh, one of the things that uh, stands out about this team is that um, not only are there some uh, Rutgers and some um, East Coast alumni that are part of it, but there's some other guys as well. Where are you guys training at? And um, just talk to me a little bit about some of the guys on the team, where they're from, and just uh, everything about the uh, team itself. Sure. So our
2: team is actually uh, scattered uh, pretty much all over the country. We have a lot of guys in the south, a couple guys from the northeast. Um, I'm myself from the northeast. But uh, we we actually won't be training until we get to Columbus. So we're getting there a week early. Uh, Okay. Set up our training camp there. Uh, but just a couple guys, we have uh, Devin Kennedy, he went to Princeton, uh, played in the G League this past year for the Long Island Nets. he is an absolute stud. Um, I've been saying, I think, of all the guys on our team, I think he's the guy that we'll see in the NBA. Um, we have Haywood Highsmith, who's uh, from Westford, went to uh, Wheeling, Jesuit, actually from Westford, uh, that West Virginia area. Um, he was on the Sixers for a little bit last year, was on a two-way contract, he's a stud. I'm really excited to have him on board. Ryan Brown is another guy who is just an elite scorer, uh, played, played at EuroLeague, played for uh, Petino over in Greece this past year. Um, he's from Miami. Uh, so we're kind of all over the map. We have Josh Perkins, uh, the Gonzaga point guard who led them to the Final Four, very well-known name. Uh, Marquise Towns was uh, the point guard for Loyola Chicago. Again, really well-known name from that run. Um, so we're kind of all over the map. We have a bunch of high-level talents and young guys, a couple guys who uh, have been playing pro for a few years now. Um, but we really think we've, we've assembled a, a great team here for this tournament.
0: Yeah, and uh, one of the things that the tournament provides is exposure. I mean, when you're talking about guys that you know have uh, played overseas or played in the G League or whatever the case may be, um, if they have a good showing and a deep run in the tournament, it could provide them an opportunity to get noticed by an NBA scout and perhaps maybe break a camp even.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I would say this year more than most, um, with, we have no idea if summer league is going to happen, with the, what that pre-draft process is going to look like this year in the NBA.
0: Right. Um, with no other basketball going
2: on right now and this starting up in a week, Um, I think this year more than most, and that's a lot of the guys are are excited about that. But, yeah, there's going to be a ton of eyes on this. I mean, if you just look at uh, our game and heard that, we're we're a Sunday night primetime ESPN game, July 4th weekend. Um, So you would think a lot of people are going to be tuned in. So, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. A lot of these guys still have NBA dreams. They're trying to play at a high level in Europe. Um, so I think that's definitely part of it. And then this year more
0: than most Sunday, Sunday, July, the 5th is the game between, uh, playing for Jimmy V and heard that this is Eric Coleman here with Alex Newman, GM of the playing for Jimmy V team here in the running with the herd podcast. Alex, do you have a, a time for that game? Uh, did, did they announce uh, when it was going to be tipping off or anything? announced
1: times yet it's
2: just listed as the last game on sunday so uh it should be a sunday night game
0: there. okay sounds good and uh i mean obviously it's down from uh 64 teams to 24 teams and uh you are one of the uh alternates that's in there i mean it's just it's just crazy though seeing all the different teams when you have um the Ohio State alumni team, obviously Marshall's alumni team, um, and different collections of guys that still have uh, pro aspirations and everything. How, How do you think that the public is going to be able to receive, you know, just the fact of, hey, like in just a few short days, basketball is back. So, I mean, I'm sure it's an exciting time for any Hoops fan.
2: I mean, I'm crazy excited. People are, I mean, the tournament has really caught on the last couple years. Um, I think this year is going to be the biggest year yet. Obviously, you have less teams, which is a shame. Um, And there were a lot of good teams that weren't able to make it in this year. But because of that, the rosters that are in are the most talented, deepest rosters that have been in this thing. Um, And there's a lot of big names, a lot of ex-NBA guys. I mean, you have Joe Johnson playing for Overseas Elite. Uh, Tony Rowan playing for the money team. So there's a bunch of ex-NBA guys in this thing. And people are craving sports. I mean, look at uh, golf and uh, NASCAR. All these sports are, are getting more viewers than they ever have. Um, so people already can't wait for basketball. And I think mixed with the talent and rosters that you have in this tournament this year, uh, it should be great. I'm really excited. Our team's really excited.
0: Absolutely. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us here in the Running With The herd podcast today. Um, good luck uh, we appreciate your time and uh, uh, best of luck to you all right thanks for having me man thanks for listening to the running with the herd podcast you can follow us on twitter at R with the herd and also at herd nation also like us on facebook at running with the herd and at marshall thundering herd at herd nation thanks again and go herd